0: This Big 12 Game of the Week edition of the Big 12 College Experience for the Oklahoma State Cowboys and West Virginia Mountaineers on the Sports Big Podcast Network, brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. That's right. Underdog has uh, pickup scorchers where you can win 100 times. Uh, that's right. Five into 500 in just one game, plus every Sunday they're giving away $100,000. And use that promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy. For a 100% deposit bonus up to $500. Also brought to you by Game Time Last-minute tickets. Download the Game Time app. Create an account. Code CFBX. $20 off your first purchase. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, a sports betting research platform for parlays, player prop game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit HOFBets.com. Promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today and start making smarter bets today. Last but not least... Uh, Brought to you by the $3,000 NFL Second Survivor Challenge. If you had the Niners or Eagles last week, you better get over there. And it's because it's a contest presented by Corey Pinkston and Barking Dog Properties. free to enter by going over to com slash Survivor. Welcome everybody back to the big 12 college experience part of the sports gaming podcast network game of the week is here and you know we got the two best damn teams in the league at all that bullshit Texas Oklahoma we're talking Cowboys Mountaineers we got my favorite team my alma mater obviously I mean, you know, I've burned a couch or two over the days. I mean, please don't arrest me. But, hey, we're also talking my favorite fucking coach, and Coach Gundy. I have to root against him this week. But if you're wondering who you're listening to, I am Moneyline Mac, a.k.a. the former, former video coordinator for Bob Huggins and Frank Martin, both who are making news today on the interwebs, as Colby says, and join each and every episode. Another guy that's a Morgantown guy, but he was born in Provo, Utah, He's got family names, Iowa, and he is a walking contradiction. Rambling Rush. Let's go, man. What's up?
1: Uh, my computer and stream yards are contradictions right now. I can't get any <laughs> of the settings. Drop me at the end of our Ryan and Rush broadcast. Get a little delayed getting on here. Um, thank you for your patience. I hope it's not going to happen again. Uh, but, geez, it's, it's definitely frustrated. They're ready to make some second-half adjustments in, into the podcast and uh, get better now.
0: Second half adjustments indeed, and you uh, wondering, third man in the box. We had to get Oklahoma State guy in here as well. We also have a guest coming on. Uh, we will bring him on here in a minute, but another guy. We're about guy... to, we're about to tag
2: team the shit out of you guys. Yeah, here we you we go. Got, nice cue on two.
0: You're going to need all the help you can get this weekend because his guy, he's a uh, family civil war <laughs> because he's got family in Stillwater and Norman. I know that's a disgusting. He is the Big 12 guru. Troy, what's up, man?
2: Things are going all right. I was gonna say, Rush. It's not. It's not just you on with the StreamYard issues. It seems to be kind of everybody. So,
1: well, I had, uh, the, I had the I had the twofer. I had the StreamYard issues, and then the Wi-Fi just decided, "Hey, let's 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 add to this." Doesn't work, and then the hotspot. Are the
2: Leafs playing tonight? That's the that's their big fighter guy. The nickname is Wi-Fi. That <laughs> dude. The Leafs are playing tonight. Just bet him for like over four penalty minutes or something.
1: I I Ryan, I think people um. Uh, we, we got to ask Keaton if, 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 if there's people at Oklahoma state, there's, there's some big 12 people that might be a little concerned with, with Morgantown trying to get in here and mess with our wifi. Maybe we're, maybe we're a pretty good team. Yeah. No, no,
0: a little, little dust up. I mean, it's <laughs> good for everybody. But yeah, no, I mean, uh, we, we, we were trying to start the show and then the ads, uh, went down as well. So we couldn't start the show. Uh, so yeah, I mean, you know, we're all about adjustments over here. We're not the Mm. most technology savvy group, but you know, we do the best with what we got, but, uh, we're going to bring on our guests on the other side, but we got to get paid one last time before we dive into the Oklahoma state Cowboys. It's like I said, we're brought to you by SGPN second survivor challenge for the NFL gambling podcast. And if you listen to me, I told you the Browns and jets were going to win last weekend Get that Niners and Eagles shit out of here because they knocked them out. Let's go. Don't worry. We got you covered with SGPN Second Survivor presented by Corey Pinkton and the Barking uh, Dog Properties. $3,000 up for grabs. Winner take all starts this weekend. Second chance. Everybody needs a second chance in life. I mean, imagine if you could get a second chance on some of the dates that you probably haven't scored on. So get over there at sportsgiblingpodcast.com slash survivor. That's the sportsgiblingpodcast.com slash survivor. And hey, the NFL Gambling Podcast uh, is doing a review contest. So get over there, leave an Apple review. Uh, First TD bet-related. Biggest winner gets $50 SGPN gift card. Make sure you include your YouTube username in the review so we can contact the winner. I mean, don't be Mr. Anonymous. Leave your email so we can contact you. Also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is a way to play alongside your favorite football team all season long, and it's we're introducing Scorchers. Go five for five simply and pick them with the nice spicy uh 100 times payout. Limited underdog is extending the first deposit bonus up to $500. $100,000 Sundays continue on underdog fantasy. Ten lucky players will win $10,000 each. God damn, I need to win that. Troy, um, do you got one for any of the games tonight? You want to b- back some Jack State props? I mean, we got to go with our guy, Rich it's, Rod, right? It's, who's Jack State playing? It's... Western Kentucky.
2: Yeah, WKU and uh yeah, you gotta think they're they're at home, right? You gotta think Jack State is mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: Zion Webb, get as over a, there.
2: As a as an underdog, I saw I know I heard Colby talking about it, that he's all on Jack State. I it feels like a good upset spot again for Rich Rod. And also at this time of year for him to be doing the like the coaching tryout, it's yeah. it, it's pretty good for him to pull this one off.
0: Yeah, it's bounce back. Western Kentucky, like Colby says, they run that cha 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 offense. Let's go, game. Cha cha
2: cha is bullshit. Run the ball up the middle like a real man.
0: No doubt, guys. So watch along, make your picks, and maybe get a little bit of cash over on Underdog's mobile website, underdogfantasy.com, and use that promo code SGPN. Underdog will double your first deposit up to $500. Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. All right, we've teased it long enough. Joining us on the Big 12 College Experience, you guys should know him, over from the OK State Probs. Keaton, how are you doing, my friend? And uh, welcome to the Big 12 College Experience. I know you like that Horns Down logo. We actually need to flip the OU logo, too.
3: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, they. Uh, I'm, I'm super excited to be here, and I really appreciate y'all having me on. Uh, I know we were going through some technical difficulties, but I absolutely love uh you know being a part of the Big 12 culture, you know, I think is one of the best oh, yes. cultures outside of uh, you know, I mean what what hell everyone talks about how great the SEC is or the Big Ten or something like that. But I don't see anyone from any of those conferences doing what we do here at best in the Big 12.
1: Absolutely. And that's something we've talked about, right? It seems like you see in the SEC and the in the Big Ten Keaton, it's the the rich get richer and the poor get poorer, right? This is this is the league of the middle class where everyone's duking it out week in week out it kind of represents the culture right we always like to joke it's it's the it's the conference of truck stops right but we wear that with a badge of honor uh one guy that i know wears it with a badge in under of honor get right into it good old mike gundy the just when you think you can count him out gundy comes yeah. back and pops a couple off at home obviously the the south alabama loss and then uh there he is gundy right <laughs> there boy uh, and, and then, then our guy <clears throat> and then the Iowa State loss after that, obviously the Iowa State loss isn't looking as bad as it kind of seemed at the time, especially after the gambling sc- scandal, but Campbell has those guys going um, as well. Kind of talk about, uh, we talked about this on the show, Ryan's brought this up many times it's- Gundy might be the first coach that treats the non con like the NFL preseason, right? Especially (laughs) if you're not competing for a national championship. You want to make your mark. You want to, especially Oklahoma has this last year of bedlam in the Big 12. Talk about Gundy's adjustments kind of going from those, you know, starting two and two, then all of a sudden popping off against Kansas State and then popping off against Kansas.
3: Yeah. um, So I, it was the three quarterback system was some, had some great content. (laughs) that's yes. for sure. Um, Cause like we kept winning. So I was like, dude, this is like, no way we just beat Arizona state on the road and a night game and we used them as a scout team. Like that's insanity. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, one of my big things that really frustrated me was obviously the three quarterback system was only fun for Twitter, but I just thought some more adjustments would come in. What I can say is uh, I'm, I'm friends with a lot of the guys on the team, uh, a lot of the people within the building and they just told me something snapped. You know, after we lost to South Alabama, uh, Gundy in his press conference compared himself to Nick Saban uh, for running a three quarterback system, and it's tough because I, I love Gundy, and I thought that was like hysterical, but it it really sucked. And then apparently he was like showing up practice late and shit like that. Um, according to my sources, uh, some of the guys in, on his own staff they were telling me this last weekend that he's spending like 13 hours a day uh, inside the building. And like he's fired up, hell. After the Kansas State game, he said we own them MF- MFers on a Instagram Live or not win. Uh, so like, dude, he's just like, he gets me so fired up. Like, I, <laughs> I, I, like, I, I, it's so, it's so bad. Like, anything he says, it's like, dude, this is gonna be tough to like defend at work tomorrow, but like, you know, like I'm, I'm probably gonna have to do it anyways. So. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, it, it's been a great turnaround. I felt like Alan Bowman was always the guy, I had him on my podcast um he's an awesome kid you know he's he's grapevine texas right down the street from where i'm from texas tech he like lit it up there and uh dude the game in morgantown i i freaking love west virginia like it's uh, some of the best bands you'll ever meet uh like it it's so hidden from the world like i had to like fly Mm -hmm. into pittsburgh and like rent a car and then like travel through a valley and then like you know creep past some bears like it was just (laughs) absolutely insane getting there um, and it's a great culture. My uncle, uh, majority of my family is from West Virginia, um, nice. before my parents, uh, which I didn't know until recently. So technically I'm a mountaineer, which is dope. Yeah. A little reverse John Denver. There you there you and go. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. No, I, so I, I love the culture there. Um, I, I thought it was awesome driving in, seeing all the, uh, furniture stores, everything must go. Cause y'all like couches on fire.
0: Oh yeah. No, yeah. no <laughs> doubt. I didn't.
3: I did not know the bars closed until 4 a.m. until the next morning, and I looked at my credit <laughs> card statement. I was like, dude, I was drinking at like 3.30 in the morning legally. Like, It was absolutely insane. So I love everything about West Virginia. It's a great place. Yeah, those place.
1: nights could get away from you. Uh, yeah, it, it only happened coming. a couple times, Ryan, right? Dude,
3: it, I will say it was complete ass because I took West Virginia plus two and a half last week.
0: Oh, oh. God.
3: Hey, how about this? Then I followed up with Colorado minus 11 and a half. So naturally (laughs) I went and bet on Kansas before the game. So I'm just emotional hedge. Yeah. Hey, if it's all going to go downhill, then it's going to go my way, you know?
0: Yeah, no doubt.
2: So the, uh, uh, the funny thing you said was it's like something clicked from that Kansas state game. Yeah. Do you think it's, do you think it's as dumb as Ollie's our best player? Let's just give him the ball a bunch
3: yeah um i mean that's certainly a <laughs> thing because that's what
2: it that's, seems like as like a you know i'm not sure. connected to the team or anything but yeah i just watch um, on tv
3: yeah it's crazy because like you know whenever there's a downfall i always have to like take a step back and think like dude there's no shot i know more about football than mike gundy does and so i but like while i was looking at it i was like, shit there's no way this dude shouldn't have the ball every single time we snap right like just run a wildcat at this point. I don't care add a fourth quarterback to this and it'd be Ollie Gordon. so uh yeah, I mean Ollie Gordon get definitely getting touches the defense acting the way they should uh, as if I was playing college football revamped uh definitely helps. that's for sure. um but ultimately it's it's almost like just like a second win like the Kansas game, you know you look at the stat line and their quarterback was whooping our ass until he looked at our student section and said, first down, bitch. And so
0: yeah.
3: <laughs> I thank him for that. But it, they, they, it was just like a second win. Like, no way a quarterback who throws for 510 yards, five touchdowns, and then what, he throws two interceptions and a fumble? So I was like the defense stepping up. A lot of those yards from Ollie were, were checkdowns by Alan Bowman. So, like, theres it's, it's almost like we're learning to win in different ways, if that makes sense.
0: No, completely. And – I think Gundy's been as good as anybody in the country when it comes to that. You you look at his resume; he's won seven or more games in every year since two thousand five. Yes, two thousand five is the last time Mike Gundy everybody did not win seven games. So that gets me right into my question, Keaton. What's the fan base? Is I was I, what's the right word? Feeling on Gundy it, being there as long as he is, like it's if, to me on the outside looking at it it's careful what you wish for like I know some people want him gone after South Alabama or he's lost a locker room he can't relate to today's yeah. player and all that kind of like Kirk Fer- Ferentz at Iowa and it, it's yeah. like the grass is not always greener on the other side Gundy's done an unbelievable job there and he's f- found a way once again to turn it around what is the fan base are a lot of people eating their words uh, after back-to-back wins here
3: no. Um people. <laughs> Are hate they still Gundy.
0: Went out? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: People who hate Gundy have always hated Gundy. Um yeah. you know, I, I I related a lot to the Spencer Sanders situation. Um, you know, I I was I'm pretty good friends with Spencer Sanders. And, you know, when he decided to transfer <laughs> after he chose Ole Miss, we talked for like three hours over whiskey and cigars about his decisions. And and when we were winning, when we were losing with Spencer initially, everyone hated Spencer. And then there was like a fine line, either you supported him or you didn't. And that's kind of what it's related to with Gundy is like, yeah, it'll shut him up, but they're not going to eat their words. They're just waiting for the next time that he like sucks. And then they're going to be like, Oh, I've told you this entire time. And it's like, dude, we just lost the conference championship game. I don't, I don't think that means that, you know, we should definitely fire him, you know, but he's a very successful coach and we don't recruit like ever. I don't think he's ever recruited a five-star since he's been there. Yeah, the offseason's really, really boring for us uh, because you don't know who our players are until they're good. So it's kind of wild. But on the bright side, Gundy hates playing freshman quarterbacks. So I thought he'd be fired up. It's like, dude, you don't even need to play these 18-year-olds anymore. We'll just find some dude like Brandon Whedon who's like 30 years old (laughs) and just get him to transfer in every year like shouldn't you be like
0: alan bowman (laughs) yeah dude i was like
3: fired up whenever we made that decision i was like dude no way we got a ginger quarterback like right (laughs) after max duggan just had a hell of a year this is a great decision
1: yeah Uh, speaking of alan bowman and you know we we talked about the three quarterback system and then obviously that not only did a switch turn for gundy he goes from uh, showing up late to practice, so all of a sudden doing keg stands in the locker room, or what oh, seemed like uh, so. Oh, he was he, that was incredible. <laughs> but Alan Bowman too is is part of that. I mean, he turned it on. He's slinging the ball around. Talk about just him and what he's capable of,
3: and and, and what you think of of this program with his leadership. Dude, he's he's the shit. Like he I, is I, a cool I, guy. I, I, yeah, yeah. I'm, I, and it's funny. You know, my girlfriend's a redhead, right? And uh, my younger brother's a redhead. <laughs> Uh, I grew up down the street from Fort Worth. <laughs> or- uh, from Fort Worth, burnt, my your <laughs> yeah, my, burnt my in
2: your brain. Yeah, in your brain.
3: My stepdad's in the Hall of Fame for TCU, so I grew up like loving Andy Dalton. So, like, yes. I'm telling y'all, <laughs> I, it might just be like I'm a football guy, but like I call it intangibles. But I saw his hair, and I was like, dude, no way, this dude sucks. Like, they, I think we got <laughs> our guy. Um, but yeah, I mean, he, he's a super. He's he's a, he's a veteran. Um, you know, he, whenever he came to Stillwater, he actually had like 12 hours to make a decision where he was transferring. He was in Waco and he was like, screw this. Uh, I, I'm going to, I want to go check out Oklahoma state. So they drove up from Waco immediately and he didn't even look at a facility. He just went and watched film. And I don't know mm. how much y'all know about, uh, uh, like our air raid offense over the years, but it's literally mm. like, a, like if you play Madden, it's like a dream. Like you never typically run the ball like yeah sure you might have a stud like a chris carson or a chuba hubbard but ultimately like they're tossing the rock and that's a big reason these quarterbacks like coming into oklahoma state um from the ones that i've talked to is they like throwing the ball which is kind of effective because that's a really big thing of today um awesome hey love that you're a redhead uh timothy green <laughs> um but yeah, yeah so, Green's I mean, the
1: man he, yeah he's awesome, a good guy bro
3: love timothy green um but yeah so like i i like his maturity i like the way that he's kind of taking it um i feel a little bit more confident in older quarterbacks especially in college football uh just because you know their decision making process can be a little bit better and alan Bone is not taking sacks he's only been sacked once in the last two weeks
2: yeah which is uh, uh it's funny that all the well at this point you know they go into the bye week i think the bye week came at the greatest time for you guys, especially with now you talking about Gundy being in the facilities, caring, like, you know, he went fishing and played golf and like shotguns on the bye week and was like, all right, we're good. Time to lock the fuck in. With an
3: OAN shirt.
2: Oh yeah. Well, it's it's (laughs) OAN Gundy versus NRA Neil. Like it's the greatest
3: matchup of the week. Nothing wrong with it, dude. Yeah. Subscribe to the Big 12 college
0: experience. But it's so... (laughs)
3: Did y'all see the Trump rally during uh, right when our COVID was ending on Trump's terms in Tulsa and the OAN crew wore Mike Gun- or uh, OSU gear? <laughs> like, dude, <laughs> no, I didn't
0: see I'm that. Fired. Like,
3: how do I not get fired up,
0: dude? It's like, <laughs> it's so, like <laughs> That's everything he sad. does. I'm
3: like, dude, it's just, I'm a football, like it's football guy. Like I feel you're a football yeah. guy. Oh, you yeah. Love Mike Gundy. But yeah, the, the, you were saying the bye week came at the perfect time.
2: Yeah. And, and, and the well, the whole idea of, you know, everybody's focused on Alan Bowman now that they've gone to one quarterback, but it's really funny to think about, you know, Oklahoma state is Kendall Hunter, justice Hill, Joseph Randall, like all of these running backs that are studs and with the whole air raid offense. And it still ends up being Ollie, the guy that's, that's making all the big plays, but it still comes back to the quarterback. And before that bye week, Alan Bowman wasn't, Hitting guys thirty-five yards down the field like he could kill a fly, Dude. and then in that Kansas State game, he made six or seven A plus dime throws. And yeah. it was—I was sitting watching TV, and Ryan and I are texting back and forth like, "Who the fuck's playing quarterback?" Yeah,
0: no, I was like, yeah. "Where did this come from?" <laughs> yeah, I mean, was, was, there, was there even that anything that in aired.
2: practice? Like, was there even anything in the bye week that was like, "Oh yeah, we know we're going to Allen because he looked really, really good," or was it just like, "Yeah, we settled on Allen. Let's keep this all in house."
3: Well, you know, back to what I was saying is like Gundy. I, like I said, I I really have to sit down and be like, dude, there's no way that I know more than him. And so for him to not choose a quarterback over the off season, I was like, okay, that's a little odd. And he told us beforehand he was going to run a three quarterback system. We we're like, LOL, like, ha, right? Like yeah, that would be really. funny. Like that, could you imagine? <laughs> um, but yeah, then, uh, <laughs> yeah, then he then he fucked around and did it, and I was like, Jesus. And so. Uh, Yeah. He was, uh, he, he chose him and he was like, yeah, we just felt like he performed the best in practice. And I was sitting there like, there's no way that like you just chose like randomly, like on a Tuesday after like nine months. Oh yeah. No, now he's our guy because of what a a couple practice drills. So I think he's always been the guy. I think that he just kind of left it up in the air and, you know, he's been real wishy-washy with his transfer portal. Dude cannot stand it. Like he, he hates it. And so, uh, I, I feel like he's he's a little nervous about player transferring out, so he wanted it to look more like a competition. But I mean, I feel like we always knew if that makes sense. And I'm yeah. by the way, I'm I'm so confused. What's up with the go pokes? And then you got all the West Virginia stuff behind you, Troy. Oh,
2: I just it's just one eat shit pit shirt. Um, yeah. love, love it. I've been, you know, I've been to Morgantown Easy. enough times. I mean, like you were talking about, you go to Morgantown one time and it's like fire. Man, yeah. this is pretty fucking cool.
0: Fire, dude. We, under, we, we adapted it.
2: Yeah. Ryan, so, I, mean, Ryan, it, it, uh, go I was going to say, Ryan, Ryan was one of the assistants, and uh, one of the trainers on the team, I actually dated for a little while, and then I made the mistake of wearing my Buddy heeled jersey to a West Virginia game in Morgantown.
3: Why'd you and, do that? Well, you had, like, so many everybody to told
2: really. me I had to, and I was like, these guys have been Wake pretty cool all game, weekend. And it's, it's, it's not like I was treated incorrectly. I just had uh, too many shots of moonshine from West Virginia fans that were like, "Oh no, you're wearing the other jersey, you're supposed to do this." And then you take ten more steps, and there's another person that's like, "Oh, we saw you wearing this
3: Oklahoma jersey. You need a moonshine." It's literally, the only West Virginia. West Virginia fans that live there. Like, yeah,
0: no doubt. <laughs> not no, like no, you it's... like
3: went to a Longhorns game and like you know, you know, it's Austin. There's a lot of different people. Like, bro, it's, that that's the only thing West Virginia's got.
0: Yep. Yeah, no, we adapted Troy into our fan base, and I'm a closet OK State fan just because of Gundy. So it's kind of – it's my two favorite teams, obviously. I hope Oklahoma State loses this weekend. This is the one game I will root against them. But, yeah, no, we we, we adapted adapted Troy. And both teams need the game, man, because I think the winner of this game is going to have the inside track to potentially get to Dallas with the schedules that they have. I mean, Oklahoma State's schedule is a joke. Outside of Bedlam down the stretch. Mike Gundy wrote the schedule himself, I'm convinced. Yeah, well, no, I, when yeah. You, it's, when it's, you, it's when you look at it
2: and you see no Texas on there, but then you see Oklahoma beats him and then there's a chance to beat Oklahoma and at least get there in the loss column, if they slip up again, Gundy gets Texas in the Big 12 Championship. Dude, we <laughs> own we, we
3: Buy with
0: yeah.
3: They've only beaten us in Austin once since 2010. Yeah. And Gundy, Gundy owns those frauds. Well, like, uh, I I was shocked that we weren't on their schedule because I was like, Gundy typically gives them the biggest fit of the year every time they they come to town. And listen, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. So I root for Texas whenever they play Oklahoma, but outside of that, it's like they, whenever we play them, it's, it's a done deal. I don't know what it is.
0: Yeah. It's See, like K state with Oklahoma. K state always beats Oklahoma. I, yeah. I, love I was it.
2: also going to say the the, the same thing kind of applies the game of the week in terms of if this game is in Stillwater, I think West Virginia has a better chance of winning. But they haven't beat him in Morgantown in 10 years.
3: Uh, yeah. Oklahoma State it's goes to Morgantown
2: and kind of whips him and then leaves Morgantown.
3: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Last year definitely wasn't the best year uh, for us. That's for sure. I, it was funny. I actually talked on another podcast. So my girlfriend has two degrees from Florida State, right? Um, total different atmosphere from Oklahoma State. Uh, she'd never been to a game at Oklahoma State still. But whenever I first started dating her uh, last year, she was like, so is Oklahoma State like actually good? And at this point, we were going, we had K-State on Saturday. And I was like, hell yeah, hell yeah. We're we're so we're so free. We're like number nine in the country. We got it. And then we got smoked 48 to nothing, and it was all downhill from there. And I was like, dude, I, I don't know. I was like, this this <laughs> is wild. This is too much for me.
0: Yeah. Uh yeah, no, it's, it's gonna be a wild one Saturday. Keaton, we know you're a busy guy. Um, so final predictions for Saturday. Final predictions for Bedlam because that is in two weeks. And how do you see the season shaking out for the Cowboys coming down? That's, the stretch? that's in it's, three weeks. It's oh, yeah, you have a bye week. It, it's weird no, we, right now. We, for, play,
3: we play West Virginia, then we have Cincinnati for homecoming, then it's Bedlam.
0: Yeah, that, yeah, no, oh, it's right. You're, yeah, you're, you're, you're in a weird situation schedule wise where you got four out of five at home, and this is kind of the odd one okay. road game sandwich in. So, I don't know, road whatcha, games
3: at Houston. Do you have any tips?
0: Uh, don't, don't go up the Hail Mary. <laughs>
3: Dude, for as many – by the way, for as many people as y'all had in that, like, th- with as much yeah. distance between West Virginia and Houston, y'all still were majority of fan base there.
0: Yeah, well, I, it's uh, – Houston's fan base is a joke right now. They – I don't know real. what's go- – they uh, – I don't know if they're boycotting. They don't want Dana, whatever it is. I had a bad feeling about the game just because of Dana – um, and obviously the history of West Virginia. So, but yeah, no, nah, it, it was a game the Mountaineers gave away. It is what it um, is. For my
3: final prediction, I don't know. I suck at final predictions. Um, but <laughs> uh listen, it's it it could go one of two ways in my opinion, because I think West Virginia is actually legit. And like two weeks ago when we were just take dude, just the worst team you could imagine in college football. I was gunning for West Virginia, I was like, screw it. Let the Mountaineers win the conference. That would be freaking yeah. hysterical. Like couches will be on fire. It would be awesome. But when it when it goes up in the air, I don't know. I mean, I could definitely see it being close. The last time we were in Morgantown, I think we shut y'all out.
0: 24 3. Yeah, it basically was a shut out. 24 to
3: 3. Yeah. You guys were it,
0: old. You guys were good that year. That was your tried to Big dress 12. it up a little bit. The the Dude, one we were so good the one yard short year. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I was I was literally at every single game that year. Uh it was insane. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I could see it either being like 27, 24, either way.
0: God, I don't know.
3: So I feel like 27, 24, either way sounds decent. Right. I mean, that's what Vegas is predicting.
0: Yeah. It, it, it opened at three and a half and went to two and a half back to three and a half. So it's been around three. Just bet so. both exact scores and you're in.
3: Dude, we were just talking about you live for so long.
1: Yeah. uh, Don't even get me started, Keaton. Um,
3: Yeah. And it's only a four-person, so we had to drop your mom to get you in here. So um, yeah. uh, oh, I want to beat you guys now.
1: I want to beat you guys Uh, so bad after that one. Uh, Yeah, Ryan
3: just told me he thinks it's gonna be like 70 to nothing, Oklahoma State. What's your score prediction, Rush?
1: 27-21. Good guys. What's dude? See,
3: I'm telling you. I I said 27-24 either way. Should be a good I'm gonna,
0: one. Yeah, Mountaineers are going to get it done. I'll give out my official prediction on Thursday. You got you to gotta tease it out in later in the week. So Dude, uh, I hate
3: teasing. I'm head no. first. Let's get it
0: <laughs> done with. No, I, well, if if we didn't have another episode. So, uh, Keaton, appreciate you coming on the Big 12 College Experience. We got to have you back, maybe for Bedlam. Jesus.
3: That's, yeah,
2: that's <laughs> You don't you don't know but Bedlam for me. So my dad played at Oklahoma State, my grandpa played at Oklahoma, my mom went to Baylor. So <laughs>
0: he's, all, he's all over the place. I'm I the just boy. I, I just it. sit
2: there and like watch football and I'm like, "Oh man, this is pretty cool. I can't believe all these teams are
3: Which one of your family good. members went to uh, Oklahoma? My grandpa. I hate him. Yeah, he sucks.
0: <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. So, they're Everybody, like green eggs
3: and ham to me, but I, I is, appreciate you,
0: Keaton uh, from OK State Probs. Go over there, go check out their good content. Doing doing good work over there, covering Coach Gundy, the goat uh, at OK State Probs. Keaton, thanks for coming on. We'll definitely have you back, brother. Absolutely, peace. See ya.
2: See you later, Keaton, brother.
0: All righty, Keaton from uh, the OKC probsy. That was great. That was, that was that was one of our better ones so far this year. Uh, so he's on twenty seven twenty. He didn't really give out who he wanted to, who he thought was going to win. I think he said Oklahoma mm-hmm. State in the end, but I mean, he kind of used the game like us, Rich, where like West Virginia his, is his second favorite team. It, it, so he's an Oklahoma State guy just like we're West Virginia guys yeah, but you it's were, like if we're, we're gonna off. go down yeah you were, you were off, off when
2: he was talking about visiting Morgantown and was like oh my god this is awesome yeah. and it's really funny that he brought up Florida State because you know Jimbo's probably one of the bigger Florida State fans with his dad has been you know 200 or something FSU games in his life or something like that so yeah it's a different crowd for sure like the west virginia and stillwater crowds mesh really well oh done. yeah
1: i think it goes culture. back to the big 12 yeah exactly yeah, culture that's yeah do
2: a keg stand you bitch
1: <laughs> i mean i love when i've been out to stillwater once it it's cool i, I like oklahoma i like I, it a lot but
2: i will say i will do our official predictions on thursday but with that half the three and a half they're not trying to trick you into betting oklahoma state this is a three point game that they know is going to get bet down to like two and a half
0: we'll see i i i think it's going i stay think 27 to
2: 24 minutes. is is pretty close
1: yeah well, what scares me is the whole theme fade the line
0: movement because what it was two and a half right and now it's up to three and a half why yeah uh I mean, you're you probably just looking at it from the outside, looking in with Oklahoma State, two emotional home wins. Mm-hmm. where it's Especially really on that, the money, that's why. Yeah. It makes and, sense. And then West Virginia's coming off a loss. So they're basically saying teams are even, West Virginia at home, but they're coming off a loss. So, yeah. I mean, weather's going to be bad, too, so probably favorites the Mountaineers. Yeah. Uh, we'll fly around the Big 12 on the other side, but first got to talk about game time uh buy tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful game time is the fastest easiest way to buy tickets for all music comedy and a theater near you last minute killer deals with last minute tickets best price guaranteed stop stressing get over to game time don't plan for months in advance because you got game time with exclusive flash deals for football basketball baseball and concerts near you uh if you find tickets in the same section for uh, less, the uh, GameTime will credit you 110% of the difference. GameTime is awesome. Uh, use it out there in Vegas for UNLV Hawaii game. Mm. Download the GameTime app. Create an account. Code CFBX. $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply again. Create an account. Redeem code CFBX for $20 off. Download the GameTime app. Last minute. Tickets lowest price guaranteed. And also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting smarter with the NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, a sports betting platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer with with all the historical data. Enter any parlay into the Hall of Fame Bets, and they'll break down each probability of each leg so you know which one you're getting the best value. Stop betting in the dark. Join over 30,000 users researching. The Hall of Fame Bets craft a more intelligent, data-driven parlay. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app, hofbets.com. Code SGPN to get fifty percent off your first month today. Start researching. Start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. And we're back on the Big Twelve college experience. Talking Mountaineers, Cowboys. Uh that we are. We've already we we dove into the Mountaineer side uh, enough in the past. Let's go around. Let's go around the Big Twelve um baylor and cincinnati both teams need to win baylor off a bye early line at three this game is fucking disgusting troy what's your headline here going to this fucking game
2: i thought last week that there was a chance that emory jones would be an equal quarterback to beck <laughs> me too at like at, at his best he could be an equal
0: he's fucking awful
2: I'm I'm I might think the same thing this week. Like there's yeah. there's really not that big of a difference between him and Blake. But again, don't let Emery Jones be the one that takes your money. Go find a fucking 15 <laughs> to 1 crazy ass long shot and bet on that instead because yes emory
0: jones blows rush you got anything in terms of emory jones
1: yeah so we'll do our records update on thursday of course another another good week for for me um obviously the the west virginia one hurts but my only other loss got my tease, got my underdog got my lock got the other three games is i forced it i made a mistake and that mistake was what (laughs) troy just said I, I, for one game, I put my faith in Emory Jones, and I will never do that again. So you guys have a feeling, and then Baylor's coming off the bye, too. So you, you all know how I'm leaning in that game.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't know if anybody's following. I'm the number one tally side picker in the damn land, according to the analytics. I'd be even higher if I would stop fucking picking Emory Jones. So I will not be picking Emory Jones again until maybe Thursday. But I, I don't know. i probably lean Baylor. I don't know. My, know, my overall picks
2: record ain't great, but the <laughs> fact that uh, emory Jones has been a favorite a few times and the fact that West Virginia has been a big underdog a few times, we are up <laughs> 100%. Yeah. So, it's thank you, Emery Jones. Oh, <laughs> <sucking laughs> we've made ball. money
1: 100%.
0: Yeah, especially with our 33 to one in week two. Speaking of teams that make money, Oklahoma's cover every goddamn game, it feels like. um all right, here we go. We got a little bit of uh familiarity going here with John Rise Plumley taking on Dylan Gabriel, the former former UCF Ferry Golden Knight quarterback, uh offensive coordinator, uh Levy as well was at UCF. Yep. This is a tricky game, Troy. I'm telling you right now. I, I think this is gonna be an interesting spot with Plumley coming back. I mean, the 19 might be a little too much, but. I'm
2: starting to think that the Oklahoma team is 16 and 0 against the spread, or 6 and 0 against the spread. Uh, Sorry,
0: damn, (laughs) they're crushing it.
2: No, I think they're 6 and 0 against the spread because Brent Venables knows if he covers spreads, the boosters are going to keep him around. He gets to coach in the SEC.
0: James Franklin. So I'm
2: not overthinking this one either. Uh, Bye week Uh, again. Oklahoma fans crushed it on Twitter. Um, Just total hate everywhere. Uh, I think they're going to draw that in. I could see this one getting to 21, though, or like 20 and a half. And at 19, I, I think Oklahoma covers. But I think it's a I think it's a score-a-thon. I think it'll be, you know, UCF might even get to 31, but maybe like 27, 29, and Oklahoma just continues to roll.
1: Yeah, curious how Plumlee plays in this game as well. I think that's the the difference. Obviously, if he well, the spread would be different, of course, too. But even if it whatever points he's accounting for in the spread, I would take Oklahoma. Uh, he definitely puts a a question in this. You got you got to think about it for a second, and then of course on the opposite end too, it's maybe how healthy really is he coming back? Is this a little rushed him coming back? So definitely curious to see see how he's going to play because we all know who pl- UCF plays the following week. So we'll be doing a little. Scouting there for for West Virginia, Ryan, but yeah, he's 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 the X factor in that game.
0: Yep, and Timmy's on uh, Oklahoma. He says they're gonna hang a fifty burger on him. So yeah, Timmy's so, on the Sooners.
1: So
2: thirty one fifty would be exactly nineteen. So don't let that spread go up, guys. Don't let that spread go up.
0: <laughs> speaking Gade of, of line numbers, that, uh, speaking of numbers that are way up, uh, Texas going to Houston. <laughs> Laying almost twenty fucking four, my God! Another coming off a loss, and Houston's coming off the Hail Mary win. Oh, this is Dana. Dana owns Texas, so I, you know, I the spot probably favors Texas, but fuck that! I am not taking Texas on Thursday. I will be on Dana. Uh, I'll, maybe I'll sprinkle on the money line by Thursday. Uh, Rush, what, what, what do you think of this game?
1: So the question here is can Dana get up for a second Super Bowl. And, and I don't and know and what's the, the crowd
0: going to be like too.
1: Oh, it's don't don't exactly. I wouldn't assume. It's like when an NFL team like the Steelers play in Las Vegas, it's like don't yeah. factor it in for home of anything. Yeah. F- factor that in for the home crowd of of, of the agree. other team. That's why I said uh, it. <laughs> so yeah, so that's what we have here. I mean, I guess you got Texas is coming off the bye. I guess Houston did have some extended rest with them playing Thursday, but I'm I'm lean unless unless we get another three four points here in the next forty eight hours, I I might even with the spreads big, I might be leaning towards Texas in this. I hate it, but just is what it is. Let
2: me pose a question to both of you guys: in a head to head pick, are you taking Rice or Houston? They played. Yeah, I picked Rice. Right, Rice beat them sh- at Rice. Yeah, and who did Texas not cover against?
0: Rice. <laughs> and, and Wyoming. I'm telling you right now, Wyoming <laughs> would have beat them that night. After watching Peasley the last couple weeks, I Texas fans are so lucky.
2: I've probably sent you that text message at least four or five times, just out of nowhere, yes. like, yeah, it's this is bullshit. Wyoming would have beat these guys with Yes, Peasley.
0: no um, doubt.
2: It's brought up once every Saturday. It somehow comes up.
0: <laughs> yeah
2: i do think because the number what was it against rice it was 35 and a half or something and rice rice lost by 27 yeah so i think
0: i don't know that was know. at texas though and this one's at yeah. houston or no, whatever whatever, whatever also, houston's were, I and
2: this is just a different group of texas fans that aren't yeah. in austin
0: <laughs> a bunch of uh, fucking fairies
2: just because that number is at 23 and a half, I, I still think they would cover. But if it gets to, if it gets above 24, I would be worried.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, we'll preview it on Thursday. This game, arguably kind of the most game that doesn't fit the slate in random game. Texas Tech going out to Provo. Question marks at the quarterback position for the Red Raiders. Morden. Banged up. They may go with the the freshman there in Lubbock. On the other side, you got BYU. Um, Got absolutely embarrassed. Slovis had his worst game by far. Rush, is this a good bounce back spot for BYU and Provo?
1: It's a great bounce back spot, but the way the line movement's telling me is I don't know how healthy BYU is going to be, especially in the secondary and especially on defense. The biggest BYU's biggest problem is they can't run the ball. And, you know, if you don't turn that over, You're fine. I mean, we saw it in the Kansas game. We don't have three turnovers there. BYU wins that game, and they might win it pretty well. They felt like they were kind of in control of that whole game. Uh, But I think this started as two. Now it's four and a half. So that tells me some people are out. Uh, When I predicted this game to start the season with Colby, and I think I predicted it on here as well, this game felt like I've always, in in the back of my head, said this game was going to be 31-28 Texas Tech-BYU is I, I always felt like it was going to be one of those games where BYU was in control the whole time. They lead every stat, but the final score. And, and something tells me this could be one of those games where BYU leads the whole game, kind of like us against Oklahoma and Oklahoma didn't lead till the, it said zero, zero at the end. Um, I could kind of see that being a game like this here, but I got to think on this one a little more. It's, it's, it's weird. There's that four and a half line. I don't like that. And I'm trying to figure out which way. I It's no man's land. It's
0: so
2: there's uh there's, I would assume there's no sports gambling in Utah. No, because I was going to say this, the Cincinnati BYU line also had some weird wacky movement to it. And we thought that that one stunk. And, this is not the first time that there's been line movement around BYU. And we're thinking that maybe the QB's not healthy and whatnot. And then Slovis comes out and lights Cincinnati up. Yeah. Home dog.
1: Yeah.
0: Improvo. In Provo, too. Yeah. And we've seen Texas, Texas Tech, Tech struggle
1: in Wyoming.
0: How much better is Texas Tech than Cincinnati, though? That like That's it, now this is a, with quarterback this is a,
2: injuries? Not much. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, I, I kind of lean to BYU, too, just because they got embarrassed and they're back in Provo. But, I mean, this probably, if you're it, saying, it, like, confidence, this is down there. It's it, not it, that high.
1: Yeah, and I want to say this about BYU because I tried to make this point last week, but I want to solidify this point now. Is, yes, this could be a bounce-back spot for, for BYU, but it, this that TCU game for BYU, just don't overthink it. It's just their kryptonite. Like, we all – every team has that one team where it's like, they just never beat these guys – that was just kind of that's BYU's. Just don't, don't in terms of the other way, it is a good bounce back spot for them. You can think of it like that. But in terms of is BYU just absolutely atrocious? No, they're they're not that. Just don't don't consider that game when thinking about BYU because they just they never beat TCU. And that's what I tried to to tell everyone last week. So just trying to solidify that point.
0: So, Speaking of TCU, this is a rematch of the Big 12 championship in mm, the Little Apple. Game. Here we got a battle of young quarterbacks. All of a sudden, I wonder if Ace has sold on Avery or Avery Johnson now after this. Oh, I touchdown. I tweeted
1: at him. He he was fired up. He's like, forget dude. everything
0: I said. Let's go, <laughs> I'm like, right, dude, that was a, I, I I mean when I I texted you guys, said they got to get him out. He's terrible. He can't throw. Well. Then he ran for five touchdowns, so I said, Well, he still can't throw, but he can run for five touchdowns. Uh that I mean, he throws for five touchdowns, Hoover throws for four touchdowns. they May, maybe TCUs just better without Chandler Morris, man. Like all Might of a be. sudden, Chandler Morris goes out and they're and they're hanging 40 again like they did last year. This is gonna be a game. I'm looking forward to this one.
1: Yeah, this is this is not I I don't think this is a loser leaves town game but this is the winner of this game is like oh Moving shit to the we thought they yeah like yeah. this is like oh shit we thought that we we, we weren't going we to have to worry about dead. this team yeah. yeah we thought they were dead and the next thing you know you're yeah it, it, this is this is that game it's i'm excited for this one yeah. As someone that does it, it, not have a dog in 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 the fight here and actually likes and respects both programs I, i'm
2: excited the battle
0: of the me purples too. me too
2: This is definitely one where you look at that six and a half right away, and you think that might be two times too high. Like Mm -hmm. a three and a half or a three or something like that would make a little bit more sense. Just this early in the week, obviously not knowing anything that's going to develop. But
1: this is this is a go to overtime and one and Kansas State wins by. This is a this
0: is a pick (laughs) pick which
2: coaches better game.
0: Well, full full disclosure. It opened at seven and a half and I bet TCU right away. I said that oh, thing yeah. is going below seven. So I have seven and a half at six and a Good half. For you. I think that's right. It that's, I mean, I think I'm with you guys. I think this is a game that comes right down to the wire. I don't see this being a blowout. It wasn't a blowout at all last year. Those two teams freaking battled twice. No, um, and you know, TCU's wanna get want to get revenge from, and from Dallas.
2: You're probably gonna see this game actually be like the over-under being at 59, I think, is a little too inflated just because of their mm-hmm. their touchdown stats the week before. This is gonna be the game that you see mistakes from the younger guys that are in there because they, they waited this long in the year until they gave guys a chance like this. I think you're gonna see mistakes. And I, and I think it's gonna be on both sides of the ball, and that's gonna be what keeps it close.
1: I'm I'm assuming there's a prop bet for this, but. This game just feels like overtime. Yeah. Yeah, uh, could happen. I, like this game just especially that fifty nine where overtime starts at the under, but then overtime's what gets you to the over. If 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 I, I gotta get better at my DraftKings app. I'm usually just betting spreads and money lines, but I gotta search the depths of it to see if there's if there's an overtime bet. Because okay. I I, I that's my prop bet. This game's K- going
0: overtime. K-State K- wins by eight in double overtime, and I don't cover. Well, that's what I'm saying. Or Kansas State wins <laughs> yeah. by six. Yeah. yeah, it's no, That be would one be – <laughs> for somebody that has seven and a half, the only way yeah. you lose in overtime is the two-point conversion. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. So yeah. I, I do agree. I think this is going to be a game. Can't wait to dive into this thing on Thursday. Um but shit, guys, we got, uh, we got another show here coming up in five minutes. Go check us out over at the College Basketball Experience because you know who the fuck the best damn league in the land. It's the Big 12, baby. Mm, this uh, one's no we, debate. No, not even close, especially with uh, who we may add in the future. So uh, Big 12 Basketball Media Day is tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, have a little bit of a recap there. And – uh yeah, we will, uh, we'll We'll be over at the College Basketball Experience here in five minutes. So go join us with Pick Dundee. And uh, Russ, tell everybody where to find you and what we got going on.
1: Hopefully my Wi-Fi doesn't cut out because then you can't <laughs> find me anywhere. Uh, at Rambling Rush Twitter and Instagram, follow the Ryan and Rush show when that's not being. Well, I make it a 3 Pete. The question is on this college basketball. Um,
0: the Russians are hacking us. Yeah,
1: the Russians. Someone's hacking us. It, it's getting there. But, uh, of course, the Ryan and Rush show as well. Uh, where what Ryan and I talked the more West Virginia side of things.
2: You guys can always find me on the X at Troy Tuning, the full name. T-R-O-Y-C-H-E-W-N-I-N-G. And um, I think I'm doing enough groundwork that there's a few of the other SGPN shows they're gonna start inviting me on, which will be kind of fun nice. because as a Dallas Cowboys fan that hates Dak Prescott. <laughs>
0: Hey, good win last a lot, night.
2: A lot of funny content. Oh, yeah. Do you uh do you think it was funny how everyone gave Mike McCarthy shit for making the clock run down to three seconds because he knew Dak Prescott's so dumb that there's a chance that he could have thrown the ball to the other mm-hmm. team? And everybody else in the NFL this week, balls to the wall. We're going for it every fourth down. Fat Mike's like, no, nah, we're taking three points. This is yes. pretty good for our team. Fat Mike made it work, baby.
0: That might cover for me last night. That's all that I cared about. Yeah, so I, I was, it was, a, it was an emotional hedge. Fuck the Cowboys, but yes, I took them. They, they never lose two in a row. They, uh, they always just stay right there like Texas. So that they what can a come ref down show, break your heart. Twenty two oh, penalties. Holy terrible. shit! That
1: terrible. game was I, and it was, it was a great game. It well, besides the ref part, of course. But that game last night, I, everyone knew how that was playing out. I felt like.
0: Yeah, like, two, it was two so teams predictable. that don't want to win.
1: <laughs> exactly. The
2: announcer is talking about how the Cowboys have absolutely no sacks and haven't had a zero-sack game in X amount of weeks right as Micah Parsons just <laughs> blows by a dude and lights <laughs> up Justin Herbert. Total uh, rig, total uh, rig. I'm, and, you know, I'm Jerry glad, Jones is always in on the rig, so.
0: yeah, I'm glad at least your guys' first-round pick gets home when it matters because Chase Young is M-fucking-I-A when it matters. So we'll He's see you guys. <laughs> yeah, fuck. Don't even give me started. Go check out the NFL Gambling Podcast. I'll, I'm sure I'll have some content when I probably pick the Giants tomorrow. So uh, we'll be back uh, to dive into this Week Eight slate. And uh, don't forget to let it ride and see you over at the College Basketball Experience. Could have gone to Penn State. His name was Chase Young. Yeah, it is Ohio oh. State.